At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. This is My Guys in the Desert with Stormy Bonantoni on VSIN, the sports betting network. Oh, yes, and welcome in. Happy Friday. Getting set for the weekend. Dan Leach in for my girl Stormy. It's always a pleasure to be here with the whole squad, including producer Steffelton. Lots to get to today. Anna Burke is going to join us to talk some college football, some Big 12, some Sunbelt. We're celebrating the release of the VEASAN College Football Betting Guide. Get that guide immediately if you haven't downloaded it or gotten it already. It just is full with incredible information that will help you win a lot of cash this college football season. And we're going to get to some of that in just a little bit. I just got back. From day two of the Rocket Mortgage Classic at Historic Detroit Golf Club, what a day filled with buckets of crab and shrimp and steak tenderloin and just running into some great people that I hadn't seen in a long time and also watched some great golf. Uh, unfortunately, my man, Will Zalatoris, might just make the cut. We had a big futures plan in for my show, the Detroit City Cast. Uh, see, the gal, as I was driving in, I know I'm very fancy. I had a valet pass, so I valeted the car at the clubhouse. And as I was driving in, see Thagala, who at the time was the leader, who's tied for the lead, was literally like three feet in front of my car. That was pretty cool. But just a great day out there. And you know, I'm here in, in, in the Motor City in Detroit, and it's the first time we've ever had a PGA Tour event. Uh, this is the, the the fourth year of the Rocket Mortgage Classic in actual Detroit proper. You know, we've had the Buick Open here. We've had you know, many majors and, and Ryder Cups, et cetera, at Oakland Hills. But to have a PGA event here, it is just awesome. Uh, and it's great to be able to go to a PGA event and have bets on it and watch it in person. Uh, so that was quite some fun. Might get to some uh, show-and-tell picture-wise later in the show. Uh, but let's start off with the headlines today. And lots of NFL stuff coming out as we get closer and closer to the start of the regular season in early September. Well, kind of the first two weeks of September, that is. And trading camps in full swing. We've got news kind of all over the place. And we'll start with this, this Kyler Murray nonsensical situation. And I say nonsensical because how could the Cardinals, in this day and age of social media and PC correctness and all the different things that go on with you know sports in both a good and a bad way because of social media, have whoever ended up leaking it, and it seems like the Cardinals, you know, I'm not saying they were trying to prevent it, but that there was a, a study clause for Kyler Murray to basically do homework without being distracted. Listen, I'm ADD, always Dapper Danny is what it stands for. So I get it, but like to let that leak that, that was part of his contract and then obviously rescind it because of all the, you know, the negative feedback and then Kyler Murray's got to talk about it. What a just absolute mess. 
But they did remove, this is via uh, NFL Network's Ian Rappaport, uh, all the news came out yesterday, the Cardinals did remove the, quote, independent, end quote, study clause. Is he going back to college in Oklahoma? Uh, from Kyler Murray's contract extension. And I just wanted to take a look at some Kyler Murray props here. And we, we talked about this, uh, you know, the Kyler Murray situation on when I filled in last week on My Guys in the Desert. I've talked about it a lot on, on my show, the Detroit CityCast, where is, is he trustworthy? You know, is this a guy that can lead the Cardinals to, you know, they went to the playoffs last year and lost at home, but can they win multiple playoff games? Can they eventually, whether it's this year or the next few, uh, you know, uh, with him and, and Kingsbury get to a Super Bowl? I think Kyler Murray is unbelievably talented and the sky's the limit. He is a little undersized, but, you know, it just the, the, the situation there, you know, they locked him up for the long-term deal. That's, that's the key. You got to have a good quarterback in the NFL, but then this independent study thing and, you know, it just seems like there's a lot of noise. This could be a, a rough start for him because of that. I mean, he's only human. Uh, but here's some props that we have on Kyler Murray right now. Passing yards, 4,050 and a half. Passing touchdowns, over under 25 and a half. Uh, interceptions, over under 12 and a half. Uh, rushing yards, over under 525 and a half. Uh, rushing TDs, over under six and a half. Most passing yards in the NFL, 28 to one. Most passing TDs, 40 to one. And then his MVP odds uh, around 20 to 1, around the 10th to 15th, uh, you know, overall level of um, NFL players this year. And then uh, offensive player of the year, 28 to 1. I-, I was looking up and down this as we were getting ready for the show. And th- to be honest, the-, the one that stood out to me was interception. I-, I think Kyler Murray is an incredibly talented quarterback, but he definitely makes a lot of mistakes. And I'm not going over the 4,000 passing yards. I'm not going over the touchdowns. I'm not worrying about the rushing stuff. I'm definitely not taking him for MVP. But I think he could have 14, 15 interceptions. I mean, all you need is 13 for the win. So it's a, it's a lead for me there. I just think with all the different noise, I mean, maybe he gets off to a gangbuster start. But with Kyler Murray, the one prop I'm looking at is over under 12 and a half uh, interceptions. And I'm not the kind of guy that really looks for negative value, like for, you know, to bet against the, the public or not in public, but to kind of bet, you know, bet against someone having a good year, look for, you know, unders when I'm betting totals in football or unders in baseball. I like to have positive bets because I want to root for people, but, you know, rooting for interceptions makes it a little different. And for me, I, I still think that Kyler Murray could have a very Jekyll and Hyde year. That's kind of quarterback he is. He can throw for five, six touchdowns and look like one of the best quarterbacks in the last 20 years in the National Football League. And he also could have a three, four interception game and the Cardinals can lose it home to the Jaguars and Trevor Lawrence can totally outplay him. So not that they're playing, I'm just saying, you know, that's an example for you. So that's where I'm at with Kyler Murray. Let's take a look at the Todd Bowles uh, information. He told reporters that Bucks uh, center Ryan Jensen will, quote, miss a at least a couple of months, end quote, after suffering a knee injury on Thursday. That's not good news for terrific Tom Brady at his advanced age. Bowles also added that the team will take a closer look at the damage in order to determine whether he'll play at all in 2022. Not good when you've got a... Age, I mean, aging, he's the ageless one. But when you've got a center problem, that's such an important position uh, in the National Football League. It's have to, at least it's happening now. I mean, knock on wood, Ryan Jensen won't be out for the entire season or for a long period of time. But if that happens, at least you have time to get, you know, the backups ready uh, for the season with Tom Brady. Here's Tom Brady props for you. Uh, passing yards over under 4,650 and a half. It's a ton of passing yards. Uh, especially at his, at his advanced age. Passing touchdowns, 35 and a half. Interceptions, the same number as Kyler Murray, by the way, 12 and a half uh, interceptions. Most passing yards, he is eight to one. Most passing touchdowns, plus 650 uh, to win the MVP, eight to one. And to win Offensive Player of the Year is 50 to one. And, and looking at Brady's numbers, and, you know, I think the Bucs are going to be an okay team, but Gronkowski's done. You know, we know last year that the Bucs were you know, trying to get the job done and just kind of failed in the end. And I think that they're going to have a similar season. They're not, I don't think they're going to win the Super Bowl. Could they, you know, win a couple games in the playoffs? Sure. But I think Brady will still be really good, but the Bucs aren't going to be good enough overall to get, you know, to the Super Bowl, get back there. And when I'm looking at his props, I'm definitely not going to go over the interception props. But Brady definitely does have the ability to have the most passing touchdowns. Uh, even without Gronkowski, and you're and you're getting plus six fifty. So, to me, there's a little value with Brady. Most passing touchdowns at six and a half to one. Not MVP, not Offensive Player of the Year. Like Brady will have a solid year. He's one of the best athletes in 
Obviously, one of the best football players ever, but that's where I think the value is when it comes to the Todd Brady props. How about the Seahawks? They signed wide receiver DK Metcalf to a three-year, $72 million extension through 2025. ESPN's Adam Schefter reports that the deal includes 58.2 mil guaranteed. How about all these guys getting guaranteed money like they never would have seen 10, 15 years ago? That's definitely a big change in the NFL. Uh, and also a $30 million signing bonus for one of the best wide receivers in the game in DK Metcalf and a fantasy stalwart for you fantasy players out there. Uh, that latter number, by the way, is apparently a record for a wideout. $30 million signing bonus. Here's some of his props. Receiving yards over under 900 and a half. Receptions over 66, over under 66 and a half. Uh, receiving touchdowns over under six and a half. Most receiving yards, 50 to one. Most receptions, 70 to one. Most receiving touchdowns, 30 to one. MVP odds, 200 to one. And offensive player of the year odds, 100 to one. There's really nothing on that. I think he's going to have a good year, but there's really nothing on that list that I'm looking to go over or under. So it's a stay away for me there, uh, but definitely love DK Metcalf. I just think that the Seattle Seahawks are going to have a really bad year, obviously, with Russell Wilson moving on. Washington head coach Ron Rivera said Chase Young, ACL injury, could miss a little bit of time during the regular season. Uh, of course, Chase Young so important uh, to that Washington defense. Here's your comeback player of the year odds. Uh, he's on that list. It starts with Derrick Henry, though, 4-1. to one. Uh, Jameis Winston, Crab Legs Winston, 5.5-1. to one. Christian McCaffrey could be a solid play at 7.5-1 for comeback player of the year. Then Michael Thomas and Daniel Jones, 8-1. to one. Mitch Trubisky, definitely don't take Mitch Trubisky. Uh, or Deshaun Watson or Baker Mayfield at 12-1. to one. There's Chase Young at 14-1, to one, along with J.K. Dobbins and Mariota Etienne, Juju Smith-Schuster, Allen Robinson, Cam Akers, and Danielle Hunter round out the odds there for comeback player of the year. I think the value, to be honest, is with McCaffrey. He stays healthy. He could he definitely get comeback player of the year. And there could be a sentimental vote for Baker Mayfield based on what he had to deal with with the Brown situation, but I'm not betting Baker Mayfield and Chase Young there at 14-1. And some important props here uh, for the next team for some key NFL players. We will start with Jimmy G., by the way, my Lions have appeared on this list. The Seahawks, the favorite. Of course, no Russell Wilson there. Plus 275. The Dolphins, three to, uh, plus 330. Texans, 4-1. to one. Giants and Browns, 7.5-1. to one. The Bucks 9-1. to one. And then the Saints, Falcons, both 14-1. Raiders and Vikes and Lions and Bears, oh my. And Titans are 20-1. to one. Rams, 25-1. to one. Jaguars and the Cowboys are 40 to 1. So there are Jimmy G's odds for his next team. I mean, the Seahawks would make a lot of sense. Obviously, the Dolphins still are going with Tua Tagovailoa, but Jimmy G could give him some depth there. Maybe he would end up taking over for Tua if things didn't go so well. So that's where we're at with Jimmy G's next team odds. But you look at the Lions on there, 20 to 1. Maybe some value because Jerry Goff, I don't think, is the future in Motown. And then Odell Beckham Jr., OBJ. His uh, odds are with the Rams to be the favorite, of course, plus 150. Then the Packers, 2-1, to one, Ravens, 2.5-1. to one. Then you start getting kind of wild odds with the Chiefs, the Cowboys at 15-1, Saints at 20-1, Bucks and Broncos, and Bills each 25-1. You mentioned OBJ goes to the Bills. This gives Josh Allen another weapon. 49ers, Chargers, Cardinals, 35-1, Colts, 40-1, Titans, 45-1, along with the Dolphins and the Raiders. All right, coming up next. As football is fast approaching, is Oklahoma the favorite of the Big 12? Are they the right favorite? Is Texas coming back with Sarkeesian? Well, we'll turn to the expert Adam Burke next, right here on My Guys in the Desert on the Fat Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. 
So follow the campaign moment right now, wherever you're listening. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You're listening to My Guys in the Desert with Stormy Bonantoni on VSIN, the sports betting network. VSIN's College Football Guide is out now. Start your football season on the right foot with expert profiles of all 131 teams, including team trends, power ratings, and over-under recommendation. Plus, our best season win total bets, Heisman hopefuls, and playoff predictions. The only way to get access to this year's football betting guide is to become a VSIN All-Access subscriber. Sign up for VSIN All-Access today and get everything we offer for the entire football season, including our upcoming Pro Football Betting Guide. Subscribe now at vcin.com slash subscribe. That's vcin.com slash subscribe. And one of the guys that's a big part of that guide and a true vcin legend, it's the great Adam Burke coming in here on My Guys in the Desert. Adam, welcome in. Thanks so much for being here today. Absolutely, man. Good to be on the show with you, Dan. I really appreciate your work on the Detroit CityCast. It's good to be on a program with you here. Well, I appreciate that. This is very emotional for me, Adam. We've never done this before, and I already feel like we're best friends, so this is a great start. That's perfect. Now, listen, I mean, obviously we're both college football nuts, and we I will be in Michigan's opening home game uh, on August 3rd. Who cares about the Spartans? I'm just kidding, Spartan fans. But we're getting close, man. We're almost a month away. I love that the VEASAN college football guy came out like at the end of July because it just gets you, wets your whistle and gets you excited. And I just wonder where you're at because we're going we're gonna to preview a couple conferences here that are your specialty, the Big 12 and the Sun Belt. But just in general, as we get ready for college football, what's it, the process been like for you? Is there anything that you it just has really stuck out to you as we get ready, aside from obviously when we focus in on these conferences? Because there is so much to be able to bet now, especially with the you know being able to bet legally here in Michigan, other states. I just I wonder where your head's at with all this stuff. Yeah, you know, it's actually nice this year because last year I was in the process of trying to sell my house, take care of my mom after knee replacement so I could move out here to Vegas and join up with Beeson. So it's been much better this time around, certainly, to be able to, you know, not, not necessarily take my time, but just to go through the usual process that I go through. I put together power ratings for all 131 teams. I input their schedules into a spreadsheet. Well, actually, my buddy Rich Lamons did it for me. But then I put together that, and then I get my season win total numbers. So I'm able to have an idea of what I think about all 131 teams. It just so turned out that this year for the guide, I did the Big 12, the SEC, Conference USA, and the Sun Belt. So able to do a little bit deeper of a dive on those 49 teams. And now I can do my due diligence on the other ones now that I've gotten all my writing done. Yeah, and Adam, I think it's important. I love how you said that because, yeah, listen, you know all the conferences, and, and it's it's not easy to do that. But to be able to focus in on certain conferences, it just makes it that much more valuable. As you, I mean, it's great to know about every team, but when you can focus in on conferences, much like when you're a better and you focus in on not making, you know, 30 bets week one in college football, instead making five or 10, it just makes it a lot more easier, I think, to win. I really do. Yeah, absolutely. Conference specialization is something that I've always preached because it's very hard to know the 10 conferences plus independence. And then, of course, to, you know, all know all 131 teams. And it's even more of a, challenging thing to do in college basketball where I really preach sure. conference specialization. So yeah, it's one of those things where, you know, if it's something that's geographic to you or maybe a conference that you feel like you know better than another one for one reason or another, become an expert on that. Beat the books on that one conference or those two or three conferences. And, you know, for us, we don't really have that luxury. We have to know everything. But I think for a lot of people starting out, it's a really good idea to specialize in one or two conferences 
try to get the best of the numbers that you can week after week, game after game, and then go from there. Yep, perfectly said, because you really can exploit some stuff when you get the best numbers and you're not trying to look at every single game. Let's talk Big 12, though. What are your specialties? And and I want to start with Oklahoma. They're the favorite, 2-1, to one, win total 9.5, the over plus uh, even money, under minus 120. Dylan, I mean, obviously, it did work out with Spencer Rattler, the, one of the highest favorites last year. Now Dylan Gabriel takes over. Do you believe that they should be the favorite? And where are we at with Oklahoma and maybe uh, a play on the win total? Yeah, I like the over nine and a half a little bit for this team. My projections for 9.63 wins, and I have them at least a touchdown favorite in every game, except for when they play Texas in a neutral setting, and then the game at home against Baylor. And I'm also pretty high on the Baylor Bears for this season. But I think Oklahoma's in great shape. I mean, there's still a lot of talent on this team. Brent Venables will certainly work some magic with the defense. He's got a very experienced defensive coordinator in Ted Roof to work with as well. And I think Dylan Gabriel's a great fit on offense for this team. Jeff Levy was at Ole Miss. He's the new offensive coordinator. They played kind of a dynamic, big play type of offense. I think that's something that Dylan Gabriel will fit in very, very nicely. He's used to playing with tempo. And in fact, I think if you're looking for somebody outside of the Bryce Young, CJ Stroud, Will Anderson type of group, I think Dylan Gabriel, you can find him, I think, at 40 to 1 out there at some places. I don't think that's a bad flyer for the Heisman because. This is the best team in this conference. There are still some pretty bad defensive teams in the Big 12. And I think Dylan Gabriel has the chance to put up a lot of numbers here. By the way, this is why you're a genius, because that's exactly the next question I was going to ask you, is looking at the value. I mean, obviously, C.J. Stroud should be the favorite, and Bryce Young's right there as well. But you want to find someone, I think, out of that range. And and Dylan Gabriel, to me, is definitely one of those guys. Oklahoma could be a very, very good team. And another team, as you mentioned, only team you don't have the seven-point favorite over, is Steve Sarkeesian's Texas Longhorns. Big question for those, you know, Hook'em Hordes fans out there. Is Texas back? They're plus 280 to win the Big 12. Their win total eight and a half. I mean, this team, just after Mac Brown has been gone, seems to not be able to get out of their own way. Maybe this is the right guy. Is Sarkeesian the right guy uh, out there in Texas? Well, I think it's going to come down to two things. One will be the supporting cast on offense, because Bijan Robinson is a great running back. Xavier Worthy is going to play and probably thrive on Sundays in the NFL. He had almost 1,000 receiving yards as a true freshman last year. So it's going to be the other guys, you know, how the other wide receivers do, how the offensive line plays, because then it also comes down to the quarterback. Will Quinn Ewers be that guy? Maybe it's Hudson Card. Who knows? But right. Ewers is a guy who you know graduated high school early, went to Ohio State, got his NIL money. Now he's back in Texas. This offense is going to have to be really good and really potent because this defense is probably still going to struggle. Give up over six yards per play to Big 12 opponents. They were 102nd in the nation in yards per play allowed overall. This was a really bad defense last year. The schedule is, is a little bit tricky. I think they have a better chance of going 7-5 and five other than 9-3 and three with their win total sitting at 8 or 8.5. Eight My projection is 8.22 wins. I wouldn't be shocked if they overperform, but they do have tough road trips to Oklahoma State and Kansas State. They got the neutral site game against Oklahoma. I just think that they're probably a year away from us being able to say that they're close to being back. But I know those those longer fans out there in Austin, they want to know that at least the program's on the right track, and I believe that this could be a year as as the case you made for them there. And you mentioned 8.2. It's right there on that 8.5 uh, win total right now. So it's a, it's a tricky bet, but maybe things can be different if they get off to the good start. And obviously the Red River Shooters, as you alluded to, on the neutral site is a big deal as well. And speaking of Oklahoma State, speaking of Kansas State, TCU, some other teams after you look at Oklahoma and Texas with maybe some value that you're looking at. And, and I wanted to throw one thing out there. I don't think West Virginia is going to win the conference. But I do like their win total over five and a half. So I wanted to see your thoughts on that as well. Yeah, you know, look, there's so much turnover and transition with a lot of these teams here in this conference. You know, West Virginia goes with Graham Harrell now as the offensive coordinator. They get JT Daniels. So that fit makes sense, given that those two were connected at USC. But right. how does this do, you know, with this scheme change that they have in an offensive line that wasn't exactly brought in to run that type of offense? Texas Tech. You know, very interesting situation there where they're really going to go air raid with uh, Zach Kitley now as the offensive coordinator. So they've got big questions. I think TCU is kind of the team that could surprise out of this group. Sonny Dykes is certainly the most experienced head coach to come into this conference this year. And he's got a lot of talent there with this team. I like the defensive coordinator hire of Joe Gillespie. I think if you're looking for a team to really be a big surprise in the Big 12, I think the TCU Horn Frogs are that team. They only play three games this season outside of the state of Texas, Colorado, Kansas, and West Virginia, all winnable road games for them. 
Yeah, but and speaking of you know a team like obviously it's a big shot in the dark because TCU's one hundred and fifty to one to win it all. I'm not saying that, but maybe odds for a team like them, for a team like Baylor to get to the playoff, is there any value in any Big Twelve teams outside obviously the favorites to be a playoff team this year in your eyes? Well, I mean, Baylor was right there knocking on the door, potentially being a playoff team. Right. I know that they had some injuries and, and some other things last year at the tail end of the season. I think that, you know, you kind of have a little bit of anti-Big 12 perception out there because Oklahoma made the playoff and really didn't look good when they played in those semifinal games. I think somebody really has to be special in this conference for that to happen. I do think that Ohio State, Alabama, and Georgia are, I'm not going to write them in Sharpie, but I'd write them in pen to be in the college football playoff. So there's one spot available, and whether it's in Oklahoma or a Clemson or a Utah, I really don't think that that group of teams is all that big either. So I think Oklahoma is the one that I would look at, obviously, being you know, the favorite to win this conference with the highest season win total. But, you know, if, if somebody does really step up, if Texas is back, you know, putting a major brand like that in the playoff is something that would be attractive to the committee. Adam, since I could talk college ball with you for literally probably seven straight days, let's talk a little Sunbelt coming up next. Is that cool? Absolutely. Sounds good. All right. We got Sunbelt with Adam Burke. We're getting closer and closer to the start of college football. The VEASAN college football betting guide is out. It just doesn't get any better. Don't make, make sure you obviously subscribe to that and get the college football betting guide, uh, but also give Adam a follow on Twitter at Skating Tripods, one of my favorite Twitter names ever, by the way. We'll talk more with Adam Burke coming up next. We'll talk a little Sunbelt as we get an inch, as I mentioned, closer and closer to the start of the college football season. Is it App State's conference to win? Louisiana Lafayette, the Raging Cajuns, maybe a team like Coastal Carolina. Uh, we'll get Adam's thoughts coming up next right here on My Guys in the Desert Daily Chip for Stormy Bon and Tony on Decent, the Sports Betting Network. Listen to my guys of the desert with Stormy Bonantoni on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. If you're looking for more sports betting discussion around your local teens, Bet Rivers has you covered. Bet Rivers has launched a series of CityCast designed to tackle sports betting from the local perspective. There are CityCasts in Chicago, Denver, yours truly, the award-winning Detroit CityCast, LA, neither are award-winning, New York, Philadelphia, Pittsburgh, and Washington, D.C. Subscribe to your local CityCast wherever you get your podcasts. And Dan Leach here in for my girl Stormy Bon and Tony on My Guys in the Desert. We're going to get back to my man Adam Burke here in a minute in celebration of the VEASAN College Football Betting Guide being released. Get on that immediately. And Adam's a huge part of this. Adam, I got I to gotta ask you this, though. Skating Tripods, your Twitter handle. Please explain, because I love it. Yeah, so uh, when I was growing up, like late high school and then on into college, I played on a men's league team for hockey called the Skating Tripods. And uh, we were much better at drinking beer than we were at playing hockey, but we had a lot of fun, and the name lives on through me. Yeah, because I just imagine you playing. I figured that's what I was doing with hockey. But you just are skating around with like a camera tripod, and I just that's, I can't get that out of my head. So maybe we could do some kind of a weird video on that and just make my dream come reality. Uh, let's let's get it back into college football here. And we mentioned obviously you're a huge part of the of the Visa family, but a huge part of the college football betting guide, and kind of something we alluded to in the last segment, where you got to focus on certain conferences sometimes, and it's not just about the SEC and the Big Twelve and the Big Ten and the power conferences. I, I know a good friend of mine is like the master of the MAC. Self-proclaimed, but no, he's very, very successful with Mid-American Conference handicapping. I went to Eastern Michigan. I'm an alum, so I understand the value in Mac betting. The Sun Belt is a perfect example, Adam, and, and we'll start with a favorite here, Appalachian State. Uh, Appy State that, of course, ruined my Michigan Wolverines season back uh, uh, in the final year of Lloyd Carr. They won the Sun Belt last year. They beat Louisiana in the uh, Sun Belt. I'm sorry, they lost to Louisiana in the Sun Belt title game and lost their bowl game, but they were a 10-4 and team. They're the favorite, uh, you know, again, I believe they were last year. How are we feeling about App State? And, and this is a team that obviously went from the FCS and made a pretty good jump in a short period of time in the FBS. Well, real quick, fellow Mac guy here, I'm an Akron Zip. So, uh, hey, go, Mac, go Zips! I'll tell you what, that conference looks awful this season forward, of oh, course. But as far so as Appalachian State goes, I mean, this is kind of the model Group of Five program, right? I mean, they're remarkably consistent. They're willing to schedule some pretty good teams on the road. They'll get some good teams to come into Boone. The only thing I worry about in terms of Appalachian State this year, especially with their season win total of eight and a half, is they play North Carolina and Texas A&M in non-conference. They go to Coastal Carolina. 
and they go to Marshall, who's a newcomer in the uh, Sunbelt Conference here for this season. So tricky schedule for the Mountaineers. I still have them over nine wins. I have them at 9.13 wins, and I do have them favored against North Carolina uh, in that week one game that they've got coming up. This team will run the football very, very effectively. Defensively, they're pretty much good year in and year out. They always stop the run really well, and they're a team that plays them in front. So being able to have that strong running game is very, very important for them. This East division, though, is stacked. There are a lot of good teams. App State, Coastal Carolina, Marshall, James Madison comes over from FCS. Georgia State has been a bowl team. Old Dominion was a bowl team last year that really made a step up. They're in this conference this season. So App State will get tested in this conference, but I do think that they're still the best team in the division here. Yeah, Adam, the team that beat them, as I mentioned in the title game last year, uh, Louisiana, you know, this is a team, of course, that lost Billy Napier, uh, very hot commodity at the University of Florida. We'll see how he does there in Gainesville, because uh, the Gators have been a very up-and-down team for years now. Uh, but, you know, they're, they're the second favorite, and I would think that a lot of that might be because they're very similar recruiting-wise uh, when it comes to what they're able to do against, you know, with App State, the two, I would think, best recruiting teams right now in that conference. Uh, but with Michael DeSorbo stepping up from a coordinator role in his first season, is that the, the only reason that they're the second favorite? If Napier was still there, would they be the favorite? Because it seems to me like they get just a little more talent than App State. And you mentioned the tough non-conference for App State. And Louisiana doesn't have it as tough as a non-conference to me. Is that maybe is there some value in Louisiana as the experience, even with a new head coach? Yeah, I mean, I've got Louisiana favored in 10 games here. And, and like I just mentioned about App State, they're in a very difficult East division. The West division is bad. I mean, it is not a good football division at all whatsoever. So Louisiana, they play Southeastern Louisiana, a very quality FCS program, Eastern Michigan and Rice yep. in the non-conference. They also play Florida State. So they should go three and one, I would think, in their non-conference games and then have a chance to really rack up some wins here against some dregs in this conference because they don't play Coastal, they don't play App State, they don't play Georgia State. From the other division, they draw Marshall, which is a tough road game midweek for them, but they play Georgia Southern, who... I think Georgia Southern under four and a half is the best season win total bet in this conference. They're completely changing schemes. Maybe we can talk more about them in a minute, but for Louisiana here, I have their projection for 9.02 wins. Their win total line is eight and a half. So I do lean over a little bit, but they do not have a whole lot of experience here at the quarterback position. That will be something that they have to figure out on the fly. They'll still have a good running game. Their top three wide receivers are back. But it's really going to be, you know, will it be Chandler Fields? Will it be Ben Woolridge? Who's going to be the guy to step up here and play the quarterback position? But DeSormo was a quarterback here, was the co-offensive coordinator here. So nothing should really change too much with the scheme. This should be a really good team. But after being plus 25 in turnover margin the last two seasons, I do expect a little bit of regression from them. Sure, and by the way, I saw your whole write-up on the Georgia Southern team, the under in the in the right in the Visa College Football Betting Guide, and let's talk about them. Good old Clay Helton, the former USC Trojan, what a great job he did in in Southern Cal. I'm kidding. He takes over. Uh, you know, this is a, you mentioned they're changing everything there in uh, in Statesboro. What is it to you that gives this Georgia Southern team such value on going under that win total? And I mean, they are playing Nebraska. They're playing at UAB, Ball State. Not like a murderer's road non-conference schedule, but with changing everything and just kind of doing a whole new scheme here with Clay Helton, I think they're going to have a, a lot of trouble winning any games this year. Yeah, that's a, a really huge deal. I mean, look, this is a team that goes from basically being a triple option, sort of a modified spread option type of offense to – now going West Coast, sort of. You know, they've got an offensive coordinator who was at Western Kentucky last year in Brian Ellis, and Western Kentucky threw the ball more than anybody in the country, pretty much. So, you know, this is going to be a pass-forward offense, but they're not set up for that from a personnel standpoint. A lot of transfers coming in. They'll have two transfers battling out at the quarterback position, transfers at wide receiver. They've only passed for over 150 yards per game once in eight seasons as an FBS program. So everything changes here, and they have a defensive coordinator who's never called plays before. He's been a secondary coach in Will Harris. So I think this team has a really, really brutal transitional year. As I've mentioned, the Sun Belt East is really, really good. They play Louisiana from the West. They've got UAB and Nebraska in non-conference. I only have Georgia Southern favored in two of their 12 games against FCS Morgan State and against Ball State, and they're not even that big of a favorite against Ball State. So I think under four and a half is a gift here. I have this team projected for 3.06 wins. 
Yeah, and Adam, you know about those as bad guys. The fighting David Letterman is definitely going to get the job done with the Ball State Cardinals. So you got to stay away from that game if you're if you're going to try to take Georgia Southern in that one, right? Yeah, I, I mean, I just, I'm not going to bet Georgia Southern probably. I mean, look, they will have some pretty big numbers late in the year, but still, I mean, this is a program that's completely changing everything. And I don't even know, you know, how much time that's going to take for them, but it's probably going to take all of this season and part of next season as well. Anyone else uh, just up and down the, you know, the trough when it comes to Coastal Carolina, Marshall, maybe Troy that has some value futures wise to win the conference? Because, of course, App State and Louisiana Lafayette are the top for a reason. New coach there, Louisiana Lafayette. Uh, but any other teams that have some value with some futures to win the very, you know, I would say kind of deeper than some realize Sunbelt. Yeah, you know, one team I do like quite a bit coming from the West Division, and look, Louisiana is really the only good team in that division, so if things kind of go awry from an injury standpoint or something like that, it'll open the door for a team like South Alabama. And South Alabama went 5-7 and seven last year, but Kane Womack has been a very, very accomplished defensive coordinator. He's very young, too. He's one of the youngest coaches in FBS. Major Applewhite is his offensive coordinator, who you know was previously the head coach at Houston. They've got experience at the quarterback position, the defense really improved last year. They were about two and a half times the number of sacks. They doubled their number of interceptions. There's plus 600 to win the West Division at DraftKings, and I think that's a pretty good bet here. I think over three and a half conference wins, even though you're laying a little bit of a price, is a good bet as well. I think here in this second year under Womack, with a team that's got a little bit more talent now, they've really fit into the scheme pretty well. I think this is a team that's got a really high upside. I think they've got a chance to make it to a bowl game. Uh, their season win total is five and a half. My projections for 6.34 wins. So I think that this South Alabama team may be the surprise of the Sun Belt West here, uh, you know, with a really strong coaching staff. And they do have to replace Jalen Tolbert, who's the program's all-time leading wide receiver. But I think they'll be able to figure that out, and they've got good mobility at quarterback as well. And Adam, I know, and I was checking some of the Bet Rivers numbers for my show, the Detroit CityCast, and some other sportsbook splits. South Alabama's win total is a very popular national over right now. So you're definitely onto something, and there's a reason that's happening, right? Yeah, I would say so. Again, I mean, I think this is a team that has really big improvement potential from year one to year two with these coaches and with this scheme. And you know, again, they're playing in such a weak division that that benefits them as well. Adam, great stuff. I'm, I'm so glad we finally got to do this together. We've got to do it again soon. Uh, you're the master of football, the master of baseball. Is there anything you're not the master of? I mean, are you good with, like, maybe table tennis betting? Uh, probably work-life balance and getting enough sleep. <laughs> well, whatever you're doing, you're, you're killing it. Appreciate the time so much. Great stuff with the Visa Couch Ball Betting Guide. Look forward to talking to you again soon. Take it easy, Dan. All right, there he is, Adam Burke. Follow him on Twitter at Skating Tripods. I'll give you my baseball plays, a little Rocket Mortgage update for you, and my crazy week coming up next. Dan Leachin for Story About a Tony here on My Guys in the Desert on Visa, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? 
a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. You're listening to My Guys in the Desert with Stormy Bonantoni on VSIN, the sports betting network. Welcome back to the segment of My Guys in the Desert presented by Zinn Nicotine Pouches, the simpler way to experience nicotine satisfaction and enjoy lasting change on your terms. Zinn Nicotine Pouches are a fresher, simpler way to enjoy nicotine that have helped millions of people achieve lasting change by offering smoke free and spit free satisfaction I'm sure a lot of smokers and dippers out there are ready to make a change but haven't been ready zinn understands there isn't one right time to make a change everyone's timeline is a little different when you're ready zinn will be there for you with the right strength the right flavor at the right time if you're thinking about making a change and want to learn more today check out zinn nicotine pouches at zinn.com that's zyn.com Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Dan Leach in for the great Stormy Bonantoni here on My Guys in the Desert. Big thanks again to Adam Burke. Uh, by the way, Adam Burke did have a couple Major League Baseball plays I want to throw out there to you. Cardinals National, first five over the total, and the Twins on the money line, plus 105. And the Padres, who, by the way, somehow, some way, my Detroit Tigers, one of the worst teams in baseball won a series against earlier in the week. They won two out of three and almost could have won and swept the series. But uh, the Padres got the middle game there. So those are Adams' two plays in Major League Baseball. What a great job Adam does. Really just could cover anything. And please give him a follow on Twitter at Skating Tripods. I just can't wait for college football and, of course, the pros as well. But I just can't wait for it to begin. Uh, we are just around a month away. We're, we're Actually, we're going to have games at the end of August. But here, you know, locally where I'm at in Michigan, Michigan State will play on Friday the 2nd against Western Michigan and my Wolverines. I'll be out there probably at 6 a.m. getting ready for the tailgates uh, on Saturday, September 3rd against the great Colorado State Rams. And I'm saying that tongue-in-cheek because the Wolverines are 27.5-point favorites. By the way, I know that there is like 70% of the money on the Rams plus the points, and there's like 98% of the money uh, right now on Michigan State, uh, at least at Bet Rivers and maybe uh, some other spots on the Spartans spread minus the the 17 and a half or so. Uh, it's gonna be a very interesting year in the Big Ten, that's for sure. I mean, Michigan, and I speaking of the the Visa College Football Guide, Michigan was like the the fifth ranked team based on the power rankings in the guide. And if Michigan can recover from the losses of, of people like Ajabo, uh, you know, Dax Hill, of course, Aiden Hutchinson, the new Detroit Lion. Can they challenge Ohio State? Sure, but you know, you got teams like Iowa, you got teams like Nebraska, Penn State. Maybe they find a way to finally have the kind of season they should have, uh, at least in the last two, three, four years. Uh, but it's Ohio State's conference to win, that is for sure. Let's get into some of my baseball plays here. Have four plays for you on the Friday night card as we are about to get into August, which means that month, you know, where football starts in college and the pros not that far behind. I want to start with a total. And to me, I've had a lot of success this year in betting overs. It's not like I won't bet an under if I don't like if I like it, obviously, but I'm not a, the kind of person that likes to cheer against runs or points in a basketball game or a football game, etc. But the the overs, whether you know, it's starting in June and even parts of May, and obviously through July, there have been a lot of games with a lot of runs. So I'm looking for the value myself. The high majority of the time, unless there's some weather issues or wind issues for games to bang overs on. And I think I think there's a good one here when it comes to the Royals and Yankees. It's a 7.05 Eastern start. Uh, of course, the Yankees are a ridiculously huge favorite with Garrett Cole going for his 10th win. He's 9-3 with a 3.09 ERA. Bubik goes for uh, the Kansas City Royals with Chiefs 2-6 with a 5.53 ERA. The Yankees, by the way, 67 wins to the Royals, 39. Yanks minus 400. But I did take a play on the over eight. I know that there's some eight and a halfs out there. I like the over in this game. I think the Royals can score a, a couple runs, but the Yanks might be able to score 10 on their own. Uh, and it's, you know, it's not like insanely hot in New York City right now. It's about 80 degrees, and there could be some rain in the area, but I do like there be to be a lot of runs 
in this game tonight with the way that Bubik's been pitching and the way the Yankees offense is capable of just going off. And Garrett Cole, you know, he probably will hold down the Royals to very few runs, if any. But I do believe, you know, based unless he pitches a complete game, that the Royals could score a run or two. I think the Yankees can score eight on their own, if not ten. So I like the over in that game. I also, I mean, you look at the Rockies. And it's not like I think the Rockies are a great team, and they can score a lot of runs, especially in at Coors Field, especially out there in Denver. And I, I almost pulled the trigger on a team total with them yesterday. And I changed my mind at the last minute because I had some other plays that I made that I liked better. And I just went, you know, you can't just bet to bet. You, I talk about this on my show, the Detroit City Cast, all the time. Yeah, there's times where you might be bored, and maybe you're not betting as much as you usually do just because you want to have action on a game. Try not to do that because you don't want to just bet to bet. It's kind of what Adam Burke and I talked about where, yeah, you can try to be the master of every conference, but that's impossible. When there's 131 teams and obviously almost triple that in basketball when it comes to college football uh, and basketball and focus on certain things because you don't want to spread yourself too thin. And that's, you know, the way I look at it with baseball. And last night, the Rockies, I had the team total over three and a half. They scored zero runs. They got blinked by the Dodgers, 13 to nothing. Well, tonight... The Rockies, you can't hold them down for two games in a row, especially at home. I like their team total over four and a half tonight. Uh, it's a game that starts 40 Eastern time, 540 out uh, west, actually 640 Mountain time. See, I'm a time zone expert here for you. Uh, it's your eyes for the Dodgers, 9-6 and six with a great ERA, 272, and it's cool for the uh, Colorado Rockies, 6-5 and five with a 448 ERA. I just think the Dodgers score a bunch of runs in this game. I think the Rockies are, are going to be able to score five or so runs, four or five runs in the end. And I think this game, uh, you know, this is the, I think the game is going to go over the total of 11 and 11 and a half, uh, but no play on that. But I do think the Rockies score about five or so runs, could score six. It's going to be one of those kind of back and forth type of games where the Dodgers likely will win that. And they're a big favorite for a reason, minus 240. But I do like the Rockies team total over four and a half. Giants and Cubs. I've got to play on the G-Men, the baseball version of the G-Men. I know some of you, like my father, will be upset that this game's on Apple TV. He's like, why is it going to be on Apple TV? Why does it have to be a Peacock? Well, streaming's the future. Let's not get too mad about that. Uh, but this will be in Oracle Park, a 10-15 Eastern start, 7-15 out west. It'll be Stroman for uh, the former Blue Jay for the Chicago Cubs, 2-5 and five, with a 4-3-8 ERA. And Cobb will get going for the San Francisco Giants. Three and four with a four two six area. The Cubs have been playing better baseball, but I do like the Giants. Uh, I got it at minus one thirty five. It's right around minus one forty one. I would take it up to anywhere between that and one forty five. But I do like the Giants. Uh, if I had to rate it on a star scale, uh, one through five, I'd give you like three and a half star play for you uh, with the Giants minus the around one forty against the Cubs later tonight. And then one more total for you. The A's and the White Sox. White Sox starting to get things together. Still could be a playoff team after it looked like they were going to maybe have to fire La Russa because the game had passed by. I still believe it has. Uh, but also, you know, just weren't playing really well. But now the White Sox are 500. They're back in the wild card race. They're back in the division race. They play an A's team that somehow uh, at times looks like they're way better than they are, but most times looks pretty awful, like the 38 and 63 team that they are. They're just 21 and 30 away. Uh, it's Kesprillian. For the A's, he's just one and five with a four seven zero or four seven four, excuse me, ERA, and it's Lance Lynn for the White Sox. How about this? He's one and three with a six four three ERA. I believe the runs will be scored in plenty. Chad Pitter's been great for the Athletics. You've got some, you know, bopping bats on the White Sox team. So I do like the over eight in that game, uh, and that will be a eight ten start for you out uh, out east and a five ten start. Out west. So once again, Royals, Yankees over eight. Giants money line up to minus 140, minus 145. Rockies team total over four and a half. And the A's and White Sox over eight. That's DTM's diamond diggers for you. And before we get out of here, I just thought we would have a little fun here. It's been one of those. Uh, I've noticed the squatch, the DTM, the, you know, the, the the DTM prediction Sasquatch is my prediction acumen, if you will, that makes my selections for me. I just kind of, you know, get together and and and, and kind of confab with the squatch. Uh, but I will tell you this: it's been a heck of a week for me. And I will start if we can. Great producer Steffelton. Uh, Tuesday night, Brian Wilson, who was unfortunately kind of comatose, the former Beach Boy, and Al Jardine. 
Uh, it was them in Chicago. Great, great show there. Then Wednesday night, the weekend, you can see the weekend, my man putting on one of the great visual and audio shows uh, you ever see. There's there's uh, Chicago, by the way. And they've been around for over 50 years now. So that was Monday, Tuesday. Thursday, a little uh, golf league with my dad. We're in second place. And then today, the Rocket Mortgage Classic in the 1899 Club. Doesn't get there's Brian Wilson by the way who it might be it might have been his last concert ever. Here's the Rocket Mortgage Classic with my man Super Dave on the 14th uh, green in the 1899 Club with free food and drinks. But I got to show you this: how many times do you get to go to a sporting event and get a bucket of crab or excuse me of shrimp and crab chilled to the brim with two different sauces while you're watching golf at a PGA tournament? And of course the tickets might have been expensive, but that was free. I mean all the food and drinks were free. So there was my week. My nephew's baseball game last night, he won 25 to 3 the Owens. So what a week. Hopefully you have a great week and get into the weekend as well. It's always a pleasure to be here with you on My Guys in the Desert. Danny Burke and Rush Hour, my man, is up next. Have a great weekend. Check out the Rocket Mortgage Classic. Big thanks to all the crew today. It's been Dan Leach in for Story Bonnet Tony here on My Guys in the Desert on VEASAN, the sports betting network. Have a great weekend. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.